Okay, I need to quickly close my window. I forgot again this time. Ah, oh, silly, silly, Marky Mark. Oh, there was that. There was actual noise outside, so it actually kind of mattered. Okay, sure. But we're all good now. I'm all situated. Well, I remember to close all my windows before we started recording, because I'm responsible. Ugh, guess what I got at the store yesterday? Mangoes. Hmm, no, I did not buy a mango, although I did get bananas instead of apples. Dang it. Okay, wait, is it a food item? I want to guess again. No, it's not a food item, but now I'm going to slightly tangent off to this banana situation okay just go it's actually an apple situation which is what so honey crisp apples are pretty cheap out here they're like consistently three dollars a pound and so i get a lot okay. of honey crisp apples that's a that's one definition of cheap cheap for honey crisp apples i the past two weeks i've gotten honey, honey crisp apples for 99 cents a pound it's been bonkers well, the difference is that when it's out of season in, like, the Midwest, they're, like, $5 a pound. Yeah. And they here... Were, they were that in the winter. Yeah, here they're either, like, $2 a pound or $3 a pound. They're somewhere okay. in between there all year. Okay. So, it's fine. But I've had two separate situations where I've had what looks like a perfectly good apple and feels like a perfectly good apple... Oh, no. And then it's just completely rotten on one side of it, like a quarter inch in. Gross. It is disgusting. So I'm giving apples a break for a couple weeks, I think, and I'm going to pursue other fruit avenues during my lunch. <laughs> and so I bought bananas because bananas are safer, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're easy to tell when they suck. And even if they have a little bruise, a little brown, it doesn't actually matter. You can still just eat it. It's not going to gross you out. It's just like, you just yeah. do it. You know, you can't do that with or, a rotten apple. <laughs> or you can just like cut it off really easily or just like... Or bananas are soft enough that it's easy to like scrape off an icky bit if you really aren't feeling it. Well, yeah. And, Whereas and, and, apples, you got to get like a knife. Well, well, I'm not talking like this apple had a big bruise. I mean like one half of it... The opposite side from where I started the apple was basically decayed. That's that's horrible. That's so sad. It was very sad. Maybe you need to up your apple picking game. But this is the thing. Like I I know how to pick apples, and I like felt it. Like even it, like pulling it out of the you fridge. Know how to pick apples. Grant, you wouldn't have been able to tell. I guarantee it. <laughs> okay, you're probably right. And in either case, I, I have switched. horrible apple picking skills anyway. So yeah. so I switched to bananas for this week. And we'll see what I feel for next week if I want to switch away from bananas, but... Mangoes, mangoes. I don't, I'm, not, I don't, I'm never in the mood to deal with a mango around lunchtime. I don't want to do that. But they're delicious and they're in season. Maybe I'll get a mango like this weekend, but it's definitely not a I want this every day for a week, okay. you know. That's, that's very logical, I, I guess. like single-use fruits that will last for a week very easily. Yeah. That's not mangoes. Yeah. So maybe I'll like get oranges next week. Window. We could do that. But not to turn this into Grant bragging about his uh, grocery shopping uh, sales skills. I recently, last week, got some mangoes for thir 33 cents a mango. I Isn't know. that bonkers? You started the show with that. That's why you were late. What? You can't bring oh, a week old shoot. story on here, Grant. <laughs> Wait, did we talk about this last week? That's how you started the show. 
Really? Yes. You said they were li- thirty three cents two weeks in a row. Then because I bought some more this week. <laughs> Score. <laughs> uh, yes, I know because you told me last week. I forgot about talking about it. That but that's why you were late, and that, that you're going to go to the store again <laughs> to get them. <laughs> I did multiple times. Well, I'm happy and once for you. was this week. So they're still on sale. It's awesome. I'm, I'm loving it. Grant. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> we can't use that. We're a podcast. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, okay, so you still need to guess what I bought. It was not a food item, but it was bought at a grocery store. So good luck. <laughs> can I ask other categories of what it was? Yeah, sure. We can play a quick game of 20 questions. Was informally. it some sort of cookware? Uh, no. Was it toilet paper? No. Can you eat it? Probably, but you shouldn't. Okay. Um, hence, the, hence the it's not food. <laughs> yeah, good point. Well, it could have been like candy. That's still Is food. Is candy food? <laughs> but it's like different. But it's, it's, I would <laughs> it's not healthy for you. I know um, that. <laughs> would you buy it at a grocery store that's not cookware? And it's not a cons... Is it a consumable or is it like a permanent thing? It is a consumable. It was not toilet paper. It is a long-term consumable for most people. Long-term consumable. That's not food. Listeners, is you're it... welcome to play along as well in your head. <laughs> you're probably doing way better than I am because I am lost. <laughs> There's no reason you would guess this. How about how about this? Two grocery stores. I don't want to give you. That. I'm trying to think of a good hint. So you shouldn't eat it. I would say it's mostly an organic compound. Is it made from trees? No. Okay, there goes my first three guesses. Um, What the heck? Can you give me another hint of some sort, or should I just like guess something dumb? I can't um, think of a clever hint. It's red. That won't actually help at all. <laughs> Does it belong in a kitchen? It's red, but it definitely doesn't have to be red. Is it an umbrella? No. And it's not in my kitchen. It is currently in my hand and normally sits on my desk. Did you buy yourself a fake apple? <laughs> to like make yourself feel like a teacher? No, I did not. Shoot, I was really hoping that was going to be correct, because that would have been funny. <laughs> I quit buying real apples so I could just have this fake one all the time. <laughs> it's red, but it doesn't have to be red. It's in your hand, but it's normally sitting on your desk. Well, as in, it's in my hand because I just decided to hold it to look at it. Here, you want to hear? How about we can try and make the sound? I'll try and... Oh, it makes a sound? Well, no, as in, like, as I set it on my desk... Okay. I'm going to move my mic down. Okay. This is what it sounds like as I set it on my desk. That was completely not helpful. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> um, is it useful hmm. on its okay, own? Okay, I, I have a good hint. I have a good hint. Okay. It's related to John Wick 3. Is it a red gun? I don't know anything about John Wick. Doesn't he have guns? 
not a gun. <laughs> you didn't buy a gun at the grocery store? No. I just noticed the flaw in that logic. <laughs> it could have been a squirt gun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like, is it useful on its own, or do you need other things to make it useful? I, I, I would say you need one other thing to make it useful, typically speaking. But, like, you would... Con- I, that's a technicality. You would probably consider it mostly useful on its own. Is it something that you use or something you look at and admire? I, I guess both. <laughs> that's a hard one. So it's not a tool of some sort. No, no, no. It's not a tool. Okay. It is meant to be passively enjoyed. Okay, so... On your desk. I don't know what you keep on your desk. You're a weird guy. You might have some weird crap on your desk. I'm really proud of my hint, though. You're gonna... Like, I knew that it wouldn't help you, but you're gonna feel kind of dumb when I tell you what it is. Wait, what was your hint? That it relates to John Wick 3. You bought a candle! Oh, there you go. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Oh, you're such a butt nugget. (laughs) Did I I answer all your questions correctly, though? Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you don't, like, you don't, it's not something to be looked at, but it's not really something you actively use. Yeah, it's definitely not a tool. You need some like, way to combust it in order for it to be useful. But yeah, other than it, that, it's not. It it's needs fine. other things to be useful. Yeah. Because I was trying to think of like, is it like a red picture frame or something mm. that like you would need a picture to go in for it to be total? Or I guess, no, you're not that weird that you wouldn't just like have a picture frame with the stock photo still in it on your desk. <laughs> oh, it depends um, on how nice the stock photo was. And if Maybe it had a that's watermark. what I should do. That's a oh, that'll be funny. I think I'm gonna do that. Get Sorry. one with a watermark. No. So on my desk right now, I have two separate picture frames with different pictures. And every once in a while, someone will stop by my desk and say like, "Oh," and they'll like ask me about my pictures or ask me about the other people in my pictures. Um, and I should just get like a stock photo, like just a picture frame, and just leave the stock photo in it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it has to not have a watermark, though. Yeah, that's a good point. And it has to, like, not, like, advertise, like, the size of the framing <laughs> crap. Yeah. That might be hard to find. But Wanda would be funnier if you took a picture, your own personal picture, and photoshopped it so that it did advertise the size of the frame. <laughs> I don't I don't think I have those technical skills. If you do that for me, I'll put it on my desk, though. <laughs> I don't know how to do that either. I'm sure either of us could figure it out if we cared enough. Yeah, but do we know anyone who can do it easily without us thinking about it? Hmm. I'll get I'll get the graphic design artist at my company on it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I bought an apple cinnamon candle. Nice. It smells quite good. Okay. Was not worried imp- about burning down your apartment building? No, not particularly. Because, you know, that's a big deal in dorms. Yeah, but I'm not in a dorm. Yeah, you're also old enough that you're probably smart enough not to burn down a building with a candle. I mean, I lit it for about seven minutes last night, and that's all I've used it for so far. Nice. But it's still, the scent still lingers. Does it? Yeah, a bit. It's a powerful candle. It is a strong candle. 
It's a Glade candle. Ooh, you bought name brand. I did. Fancy. Yeah, it was good. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't have any candles. Maybe I need some I candles. Thought, I thought you liked candles. I thought you were a candle kind of guy. I do like candles, but like I don't, I don't own any. Cause like I, I lived in a dorm building for four years in college, and I didn't really spend a ton of time in my room, so I didn't, I didn't feel the need to constantly have candles around. And it was against the rules, and like. I'm a bit of a narc in that way, so hmm. it just wasn't worth it for me. If I was going to break rules, I was going to break way more fun rules than having a candle. I suppose. Like I, I was gonna, I was gonna have like a seven outlet power strip instead of a six. You guys had that specific of rules? Maybe we did, but I was unaware of them. Oh, actually, no, we weren't even allowed to have power strips. They had to be surge protectors. Ooh, of course. But that is also just good sense. Yeah. Not sense that I follow very well, but you know. It it's wise wise advice. Yes. Kind of silly rules. Yes. I had a great plug in junior year, but I lived in kind of a hot and smelly building, so mm-hmm. it was more for the sake of any people who had to come into my room rather than my own sake. Yeah. Throughout college I had one of those like Oh, God, what are they called? I'm trying to think of, like, the name of them, like, the Glade Freshmatic or whatever the heck they are. Oh, I the think ones it that, like, sp- occasionally spurt the little air yeah, freshener out? Yeah, Okay. It wasn't Glade, but was it was it some Febreze, other probably? brand. I think it was, like, Airwix or something. Oh, Airwix. That sounds more right. Um, And so it was one of those that just, like, sprayed periodically. Mm-hmm. And I actually really liked that it worked. I I found a scent that I liked that wasn't very kind of oppressive or like overpowering. It was just kind of chill and nice. And I figured a way to set it down. I just set it down to like the lowest setting, so it sprayed like once every hour or once every two hours or something. So it didn't yeah. spray that much, but it was just enough to like keep a small dorm room on a smelly floor from smelling like butt. Yeah. So. Hmm. It was pretty nice. Cool. Well, shall we proceed with the festivities? Sure. Ooh, they're called festivities now. We're getting a bit high on our horses, aren't we? Yeah. We have to trade off hyping what we do here. Okay. I'm done with that. So, for this week, Mark's comic is from Poorly Drawn Lines, by Reza Frasmand. There appears to be a reporter, and the reporter is speaking to a lawmaker, and she says, Senator, will your plan work? He responds, I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. Fortune tellers are cunning sorcerers gifted with the sight, and their power terrifies me. Next question. Uh, this comic made me giggle when I saw it. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you're going to ask me, but I I am unsure. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, I, I guess I'll start with the more broad question, which is, 
If you could tell the future, would you? Eh, I don't like that question. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Okay, thanks, Mark. I am cute. It's nice to know that you recognize that. Anyway, um, I don't know. Like, probably not. Maybe, I don't know. It's a situation that I don't ever expect myself to be in and I don't want to think about it because it seems like a hard decision. That wasn't a useful answer at all, but... Well, not really. (laughs) Uh, I guess more of what I'm driving at is to say if you could selectively view certain events, not like you are always gifted with you know, foresight of five hours for everything that might affect you or whatever. Okay. But like, like a fortune teller sort of a thing. I feel like fortune tellers are so, I don't know. I don't believe in fortune tellers That's in the not first place. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but so like, my, you... I'm, I'm so biased because I just feel like all of it is just like foolishness. And so, I don't know. But you know what else is foolishness that we talked a lot about once? What? Sharknados. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say Sharknado. So Funny story, Sharknado here, came Grant. up at work today. What? Sharknado came up at work today. Oh yeah, how so? I, God, I don't know. Somebody made some comment about how no stupid things make more than three movies and then i was like what do you mean there's at least five sharknado movies and then i had to like convince people at work that there were more than two sharknado movies because they were convinced that there were only two (laughs) and i'm pretty sure um that there are more give me a sec to google it because I want to be factual. Yeah, there's at least six of them. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm not sure. I was if pretty sci- sure there were more than five. I'm not sure if sci-fi channel movies count. What do you mean? They don't count. They just they throw a small amount of money at basically every project that's ever been pitched to them. We could probably successfully pitch them a movie. <laughs> Maybe that... That, that, due to that our due to our podcast fame. Oh my gosh, the sixth one is called The Last Sharknado. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> it better have time travel in it. I haven't seen it yet, but Awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> that should be our that should be our real next movie review. And enough with this real movie stuff. Let's watch Sharknado together. It should be. The first trailer that pops up is titled Sharknado 6 Shark vs. T-Rex Trailer New 2018. Oh, man. I'm going to see where I can watch this. Because if so, we're going to watch it this weekend. It might... Oh, my God. I totally misunderstood the way that you were describing the title i didn't realize that everything that you said was literally the title oh (laughs) (laughs) so to be very specific listener if you did not google this i assume that grant said 
the movie is called The Last Sharknado, and the movie happens to be about time. No, the title of the movie is literally The Last Sharknado, colon, It's About Time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's no way that this is really part of the Sharknado franchise. But it is, because it was produced by sci-fi. Oh my god, Neil deGrasse Tyson is in it, and his character's name is Merlin. (laughs) What? Well, I guess I know what we're watching this weekend. Will you actually watch this? If I don't have to pay to watch it, Uh, which I think I'm going to have to. Do you have a subscription to Hulu? It's on Hulu. (laughs) No. Uh, you only have to pay $3. But I haven't seen 4 and 5 yet! <laughs> well, how about we can... Because <laughs> I've seen Sharknado, and I've seen Sharknado 2... Oh my god. The second one. <laughs> how about Sharknado 3, oh hell no. And then I've seen Sharknado 3, oh hell no. You have, but but you I haven't seen, seen Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. No, it's not Sharknado 4, it's just Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. I'm sorry. <laughs> And I definitely haven't seen Sharknado Five: Global Swarming, which, like, how do I how do I watch how do I watch the last Sharknado? It's about time without having seen Sharknado Five: Global Swarming. I'm sure there's major plot developments that I'm gonna be missing. Okay, how about we watch Sharknado? 4 oh my God, together. Al Roker's in it. <laughs> I think he's been in other ones, too. How about we watch Sharknado 4 together? Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe? No promises. I'll take maybe. You'll you'll see listeners on the next episode of Comical Start if we start talking about stupid crap. Oh, we are, we are going to watch it. But I'm gonna have to pay for it, and it's not I will, worth it. I will pay. I will Venmo you the necessary oh my three dollars. I think it's on Prime, and I think I have Prime. Oh shoot, it's on Prime. Yeah, we're watching Sharknado it's, for this. It's weekend. available on Prime. Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay, then yeah, we are. It's included with Prime. Fantastic. Awesome. I don't. I don't know if we should talk about it on the next podcast, but we're gonna watch it and we're talk gonna, about it'll it at least, be least an on intro. our own. Okay, that sounds awesome. <laughs> That's homework for you listeners, too. <laughs> Watch Sharknado for... Wait, which one did we just Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. <laughs> yes, that one. And I will read the plot summaries of the first three. <laughs> oh, this is... Like, wait, you haven't seen any of the... Okay, we let's just move this on from this. Yeah, let's just move on from this. This is... <laughs> <laughs> so so back to Mark's comic from this week, uh, poorly drawn lines, with uh, senators and reporters in it. What yeah. was your question again that got us onto Sharknado? <laughs> I don't really know. Oh, that's right. I said that we talked a bunch about Sharknado, which isn't real. So you need to throw me a bone to talk about fortune tellers, which also aren't real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I... Okay, the... When you told me before the show that we need to talk a lot about my comic, and now you're refusing to. <laughs> okay, so Mark, the... <laughs> Stop it. So the intelligent part of me says, no, I wouldn't want to see into the future. There's a lot of problems with that. Like, I wouldn't want to do it. I just want to live my life. But then, like, 
the stupid impulsive part of me is like, heck yeah, I want to see the future. Like, I want to be able to like predict what the winning lottery numbers are Mm. and like crap like that. Or just like to see like where my life is going to be. But then it feels like I don't have any power over my life. So I don't know. I'm really torn. Okay. Can I turn the question around on you to get some more useful feedback? Well, I I wanted to go with some, like, mundane specific things. Okay, of, hit me with mundane crap. Being able to see into the future, because those are always funny to me. Mm-hmm. So, not necessarily that you can see the future, like, beyond it being changeable. Mm-hmm. But I guess no specific information. So, for example... You know exactly how long it'll be until this red light is going to change. Okay. Or you can know with absolute certainty if you will make the green light that you are approaching. Oh. Or or you can I'd know... I'd save a lot of gas. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other, like, mundane, boring things that are still actually useful to be able to kind of know about the future. Ooh, like know what stupid comments people are gonna make, so you know when to roast them, and so you're mm. ready to roast them real good. I like oh, that. Oh, I'd be, I'd be so funny if I could tell the future in that way. Because <laughs> I'd spend like the com- weeks the- thinking about how to like just roast someone in the most like friendly but still hilarious way. Oh, I'd be the best. Yeah, but I think it, you know, th- then it comes down to what the time constraint is. Even, even I could do it with hours. I could do it with hours. <laughs> you, I'm you think enough. you could? Maybe. I'm not I'd, so sure. I oh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually really concerned because I feel like it would lead to me like building up these roasts in my head, and then them just coming out really bad and either being just like completely insulting and like too far, or just super lame, <laughs> like like uber dad joke lame. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking for you too. <laughs> Because I feel like my best roasts are things that just kind of like are a bit of like diary of the mouth where they just like come out and I don't know that they're coming out of my mouth, but then they do and they like just happen to be funny and I'm lucky that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think that a lot of your humor comes from luck. Okay. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate that you like my sense of humor and that you think it's all <laughs> luck and that I'm not smart. And have a intelligent sense of humor that's well I thought said through. That. I never said that. I know that you have an intelligent sense of humor. It doesn't mean that you have an intelligent creative bone of humor. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, Grant. Oh, Mark. You're dead to me. What would you think if a politician responded to a question like in this way? Would that make you feel better or worse about them than if they just kind of, you know, flip-flopped on the whole thing like they normally do? Um, like, if I, if I heard a... See, because... Okay, so I'm going to try not to put my own, like, intonation onto the words that this politician is saying. If a politician just said these words, I would probably think 
I would probably have some like respect for them because like they're being honest and saying like, yo, I don't know. I'm a fortune teller. And then I would assume the whole next part is kind of like a joke. Yeah. And so like, I'd be like, nah, that's kind of dope and also kind of funny. So like, bro, way to go. (laughs) I don't know. I get kind of annoyed at times with the, I don't know, the, this is not a good way to describe it, but like the yes maniness of lots of politicians hmm. where they're just like, they're saying what they know is going to sound better. Yeah. Even though they, I don't know, like it, it never sounds good really to say like, no, I know my plan's not going to work. like that's not a that's not a good thing to say to people who like believe in your plan like oh no this isn't gonna work it sucks (laughs) but like i believe in it i don't know i just Mm. i mean yes obviously huh yeah i don't know it kind of reminds you are you aware of lord buckethead i think is his name isn't is he like some sort of fake British politician. Yeah. Yeah, I think I am aware of him then. He's great. Or, uh, who's the... That's right. The American version of him. Well, not the American version of him, but... An American sort of analog. Vermin Supreme. Oh, gosh. Have you heard of him? I've heard of him. I don't know anything about him, and I'm not gonna Google him. Supreme is known for wearing a boot as a hat and carrying a large toothbrush. Oh, great. And has said that if elected president of the United States, he will pass a law requiring people to brush their teeth. Nice. He has <laughs> campaigned on a platform of zombie apocalypse awareness and time travel research and promised a free pony for every American. Oh, yeah, he was the free pony guy. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about him. Uh, people. People are funny. Yeah. All right, Grant. We're gonna, okay. have to see, we're gonna have to see what your uh, comic can handle. We'll see. We'll roll with it. We have Big Top by Rob Harrell. I think it's a new one. I think so too. And we have, I guess it's a dog, sitting at a candlelit dinner. <laughs> Saying, so Paris, you're the heiress to the Hilton fortune, huh? That's so cool. I've actually got a Hilton towel that I, um, uh, that I found on the street. Not, not stolen, an, an unstolen Hilton towel. To which Paris replies, are you feeling okay? And the doc says, an imagining not stolen robe and slippers also not stolen. So Mark. So, Grant. I'm not going to ask you about stolen items, because that's not very interesting to me, because... You don't know what I do. You're right, but it's still not very interesting to me. I don't really care if you've stolen things, to be honest. (laughs) What I really care about, Mark, is... Have you ever owned a robe? (laughs) That's an awesome question. Um... I think that I have owned a robe in my youth when one was purchased for me by my parents. Yeah. But it was promptly uh, done away with. I don't like. I'd have to ask my dad if I have if I'm just remembering things or imprinting on my youth. 
assuming mm-hmm. that he must have bought me one at some point. Yeah. So, like, I imagine I have, but, like, not in a way that I have any strong memory of if it ever existed in the first place. But, okay, so the important part is you don't remember ever owning a robe <laughs> and you don't currently own one. Yes, I cannot confirm nor deny any prior ownership or usage of a robe and i can certainly say i do not currently own one excellent well i was in that same exact boat as you until about four hours ago oh god (laughs) so last night i was just kind of like chilling in my apartment and just kind of hanging out and stuff and just doing some thinking about life and whatever and I was just like, you know what I don't think I've ever had, but sounds awesome, is I don't think I've ever had, like, a robe. Or, like, I definitely have when I was, like, a child, but not that I, like, remember in adulthood. And I love just kind of, like, sometimes on weekends just being lazy and kind of lounging around my apartment and not, like, getting dressed for real for the day. Because, like, real clothes are, lots of times they're comfortable, but it feels like... I don't know. Every once in a while, I just want, like, a lazy day where, like, I know I'm being a bum. But it's fun. And it feels good. And it's, like, a conscious decision that I'm making. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a robe. So last night, I ordered myself a robe. Came in this evening after work. And I've been wearing it ever since it got here. And it's freaking awesome. And I just wanted to tell you that I bought a robe. And I'm loving it so far. I don't know why, but there's something very disconcerting about knowing that you're wearing a robe right now. (laughs) Like, I feel like weeks ago we had a conversation about you podcasting shirtless, and I think that that would weird me out less than knowing that you're wearing a robe right now. I'm wearing, like, things under the robe. I know that. That's not the issue. It's the robe that's the issue. Why? I don't know, man. Sometimes I podcast, like, like, wrapped up in a blanket. It's essentially the same do. thing. It's like wearing a Snuggie, but backwards. <laughs> Someone should come up with the backwards Snuggie <laughs> and try and market that. Just a robe. I don't know, man. Robes just seem like such a bygone thing. What do you mean? Like, I just associate them with like people? my mom and my dad. Yeah, they are for old people because old people get cold. <laughs> and I get robes. cold? I don't know, like, the nicest thing about being in my own place is that, like, the end of the day means the shedding of clothes, not the adding on of layers. Yeah. I guess... Actually, that's a good idea of what to use my robe for. So, you're right. The end of the day means kind of like the shedding of clothes. But I have... So, my apartment, I have a lot of windows. And the way my apartment's set up is my apartment is directly across from other people's apartments. And I like having my windows open. I like having my, like, shades open so I can, like, get natural light in my apartment. But, like, that prevents me from the shedding of clothes because, like, other people can see directly into my apartment. So I need to wear, like, appropriate things if my windows are all going to be open and my blinds are all going to be open. So, like, a robe is perfect for that. But so are just, like, clothes. Clothes? <laughs> <laughs> like, but you just said the end the of thing. the day 
implies the or makes the shedding of clothes feel nice. I don't know what you said, but you said something that implied the same meaning. Yeah, and robes are like hot and stuffy, like they're thick and they like wrap around you and they're full length arm things. But and I like, feel like a Jedi. Oh my god, it feels so like like I can understand the like the it has old, a hood the old too. Grant nostalgia trip of a robe. Does that make where, it like, fun? <laughs> like you're there by candlelight with a decanter of brandy or something. Ooh, I'm gonna order a pen. candle and a decanter right now <laughs> and like you know your your feet up and you're reading an old tome with dusty pages Ooh. like that's fine you know when you have your glasses on and all that stuff my spectacles that's a fine look for you grant okay but it's not my life <laughs> okay and robes just like i just so directly associate them with my parents yeah it's the same thing that like I remember being, like, amazed, like, my entire family were amazed and, like, dumbfounded when it came out that, like, my dad has worn, like, calf-high socks for my entire life. Yep. And just a few months ago, we directly addressed that as, like, like, he he was complaining about it being hot or whatever the deal was. And we're like, why don't you just get, like, normal ankle-length socks? And he said, because that's like, those are women's socks. That's what my mom wore. And I just can't do it. Which was wow. like baffling to me because I was just like, it's not, that's like, that's not a thing anymore, dad. Yeah. <laughs> like at all. It's way weirder to wear high socks. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're against robes because you're stuck in the past and I'm part of the next generation. I'm on yes, the next you are level. The, you are I the progressive force level. of old hipsters that exist within millennials. Okay, cut that part out. We're just nope, going to nope, end it on I'm next level. Next week, you're going to tell me about the decanter that you bought. And the week after that, it will be about the um, record player that you either already own and happen to bring with you to Chicago. I do not <laughs> own a record player. Don't put me into that hipster <laughs> trash bucket of record playing audio files i'm just saying you're getting close no i'm okay, not no, i need the more important question okay do you wear slippers grant like around my apartment or do like, i own do you slippers? own slippers and do you use them i own slippers i rarely use them anymore okay because so i own slippers because i own slippers in college because I lived on a disgusting floor where if in the middle of the night I had to go, go to the bathroom, I didn't want to have to tie tennis shoes to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it was, I was not walking to the bathroom barefoot because I didn't want to catch diseases. But now that I live in my own apartment, I think, like, the number of times I've used my slippers is probably less than five. And it's mostly been, like, I'm taking out the garbage to the dumpster and I don't want to put on real shoes. Interesting. What kind of slippers are these? Like slip on, I don't know. Like no heel? What does that mean? As in like they're just, they're the kind that like yeah, basically just cover flat. the top, the front top of your foot? Uh, No, they do have a heel, but they're still like a slip on. But they don't have any, like, tie or anything on them. Okay, so not quite like a moccasin. Yeah, they're like a they're like a stringless moccasin. 
Hmm. Okay. Very intriguing. That makes sense. Yes. This has been most insightful. Food for thought, Mark. Maybe one day when I have my fancy study with sliding chalkboard doors and three walls of bookshelves. Ooh, that sounds hot. Maybe then I will have an unto- <laughs> a forever untouched decanter of brandy <laughs> and a robe and have my father's <laughs> desk in there. I could feel you cringing as I said that. <laughs> no, it's fine. But I feel like I have many, many years until robe life catches up to me. Okay, well, hopefully... I just like wearing, like, normal clothes. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I'm next level, so I got a robe. Mm-hmm.